Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Podcast Manager Show. We're in the middle of a series, a series on how to land a client in the next four weeks. And this is part three. Today, we're talking about how to network for your first podcast client. But last week, we talked about what to know before you start networking. So we talked about how to tackle being new, how to start networking, and a little bit about discovery calls. But today, I want to chat with you about three different things that you're going to want to keep in mind when it comes to networking for that first podcast client or just your next client that you want to land in the next four weeks. Then we're going to have one final part of the series where I'm going to share two short success story interviews with podcast managers that have landed their first client in four weeks. Those are going to come next week. So stay tuned for that. But let's dive into today. How do you network for your first podcast client? If networking is something that is just feels really elusive to you, I would encourage you to go through all of our past episodes on networking because we have done a ton of episodes on what networking means and how to approach it. So I'm gonna cover three things today, but there is more to the story and I don't want you to miss that. So maybe if you're new to the show or you need a refresher, we will link the other episodes that I have done on networking so you can go back to those as well. But the first thing that I wanna share with you today is reminding you, or maybe you're learning this for the first time, that you are in charge of the process. And when I say the process, I am talking about the process of meeting a potential client, that's where the process begins, to landing them, signed, sealed, delivered, payment, invoice, paid, contract signed, they're officially a client. That process from start to finish, you are in charge. They are hiring your business to complete a service for them. So just like if you were to hire a house cleaner, you're not going to run the show and tell them what to clean, right? Not necessarily. They're probably going to come in and tell you, okay, this is what we do. This is how much it's going to cost. This is when we come. And this is what it's like working with us, right? That is the same approach that we take as podcast managers. And this is really important because not only does it give you the ability to set boundaries that are appropriate for your business, but it also instills a lot of confidence in the client. And it helps you to build some authority around what you are doing. So if you started as a virtual assistant, The waters can be a little murky on like who's in charge when you're a virtual assistant, right? If you are a virtual assistant, really, you're not coming in with any strategy. So the client needs to tell you what they want done and how they want it done, right? But as you come out of being a virtual assistant, or maybe you you didn't even start there, you are niching down and bringing strategy to the table. And if you are saying to yourself now, 
I'm actually not bringing any strategy to the table. I just want to do the things, check, check, check the boxes and move on. And I'm not comfortable offering strategy or I'm not interested in in offering strategy right now. I would actually challenge you to look at what you do from the lens of how you do it is your strategy, right? The client isn't going to tell you how to edit. The client isn't going to tell you how to write the show notes. You are coming with your own strategy on how you do those things. So it might not be a strategy for them to reach a million downloads, but it is a specific strategy on how you're going to do the tasks that you do. But putting that aside, being in charge of the process is really a mindset that you want to put on when you are engaging with clients. And this you will see throughout the whole process of letting them know what's next. You know, if they have questions for you, saying, great, I'd love to answer these questions. Let's hop on our discovery call. And just maintaining that type of balance of answering their questions and serving them, but also moving them along through the process to see if they are the right fit. On our coaching call that we have weekly inside the podcast manager program, one of the students was saying that she had been talking to a potential client and this client had scheduled a couple of different discovery calls in that they were talking about what he was looking for. And the more she talked to him, the more she realized that this specific client was really kind of picking apart her proposal and picking apart the way she was doing things. And she started just to see some red flags and wonder if this was the right client for her. And after three discovery calls or, you know, three calls and them trying to get on the same page, she came to our coaching call and asked, is there a way that I can walk away? Because I really don't think that I want this gig, but I don't know how to tactfully say, hey, actually, I don't want to work with you, (laughs) right? And maybe you're even thinking like, no, you have to work with everyone. And we're actually going to talk about that in number two. But we talked through some some words that she could use to professionally say it's not going to work out between the two of us. But because she took him through the process, she was able to identify that and put up some, wait a second, you know, he's crossing some boundaries even in this early stages. I know that this isn't going to feel like a good working relationship to me. So I can end this before it goes anywhere, really. So that is one of the many benefits of being in control of the process that you take your clients through. It gets you out of some sticky situations and it also gives your clients the confidence that they're in good hands. Okay, number two, as I previewed there, was your mindset around if there are enough clients. The reason that this really matters when you network is that if you believe that there really aren't that many clients out there, then you're going to want to work with anyone that enters your world, right? Maybe in our last example, you know, it's this person has the money to spend on you. They say that they're going to work with you, even if red flags pop up that this person doesn't seem to be the greatest person to work with. You have this in your head that you need to work with them in order to make money, period, right? And then you find yourself months down the road working a business that's absolutely no fun, right? In fact, it's stressful. And why did you leave your nine to five in the first place, you know? 
that is a situation you could get into if you do not have a vision for what your business looks like and you are shaky on the opportunity that business really is. Do you know what I mean? So when you review the facts and listen to real success stories and really believe that there are enough clients out there, then you can go in with a lot more comfort knowing if you want to get on a discovery call and it just isn't going to work out, maybe they aren't a good fit for you, you are not a good fit for what they're looking for, whatever it may be, the timing is off, you know, maybe you are about to have a baby in a month and you start talking to a client and you're like, the timing might be off. That's really unfortunate. When you know that there are enough clients out there for you to meet your monthly income goal, then you can just kind of take a deep breath. You don't have to feel desperate and you can land the right clients for you and ultimately reach your monthly income goal and run a business that is suitable for you, that's going to help you to thrive and serve your clients really well. So like I said, this really starts with reviewing the facts and listening to success stories and convincing yourself of the truth in this opportunity so that you really can believe. That is going to help you keep your mind right when you go into networking so that you can land high-paying clients that you're going to love working with. Okay, let's talk about how you want to approach networking. So I talk about this in detail, of course, in the Podcast Manager program, but also in Ready, Set, Clients. If you aren't familiar with this smaller product of mine, Ready, Set, Clients is a mini course that teaches you how to land high-paying clients in just three days. So this is for the podcast manager, the podcast VA, who has the skills but is just stuck on landing the right clients, wants to increase their prices, but just something is off. We'll make sure to put the link for Ready, Set, Clients in the show notes in case this is the first time that you're hearing about it. But in both of the Ready, Set, Clients course and PMP, we talk about networking from multiple angles. And I wanted to share two of those with you today. Those two are being where clients are and being where referral partners are. So you probably have focused on being where the clients are. And if you haven't, it's a great place to start. So let's say that your ideal client is a psychologist, a psychologist who has a podcast. And hey, if it's about food and psychology, even better, right? So you're looking for maybe like registered dietitians, psychologists, you know, mental health professionals, like that's your jam. And you would love to work with those types of clients who have podcasts. Okay, then you want to think about where are those clients already at? You can get on your Instagram and start looking for them. But where else would these clients be? Have they bought a specific product? Have they joined a membership? Like where, what are they doing online? Where, who are they following? What are, what are they up to online? And you can go there to connect with them. That is very important in finding the right people. But you also want to network with referral partners. These can be accountability business friends. They could be people that you work with already on different teams or someone who went through a course at the same time as you. Anyone who is kind of in the same 
spot in their business. Bonus points if it is another freelancer because they're in the similar spaces that you are, but they can refer you to their clients, to their network of other freelancers they're friends with in a Facebook group if it gets, you know, someone posts that they're looking for a podcast manager. They are just one person, but they have a huge network and you are one person and you have a huge network. And so when you team up and say, I understand who you're looking for as a social media manager and they understand who you are looking for as a client, as a podcast manager, then you guys can work together to keep your eyes and your ears open for one another. So connecting with those referral partners is so, so smart. And these two types of relationships will make your business. And I cannot emphasize this more time and time again, when people pop into my DMs or I see wins in the podcast manager program about landing clients. And I ask like, hey, where'd you find this person? Always trying to stay in the know, right? And they bring these two things up. I'm like, yes, you can easily build your business on focusing on these two types of relationships, getting where the clients are and connecting with people that are willing to refer you to people that they know. I wanted to give you a bonus tip before we said goodbye today. And that is for those of you that might feel like one of your roadblocks is actually communicating with people. Like maybe you clam up or you're not great on video or you consider yourself an introvert or shy or what have you, right? You feel like maybe I it's the connecting with others that I'm struggling with. Hey, that could be a real thing. The great thing is that communication can be taught and learned, it is a skill. And so if you think that that is perhaps something that you could work on, even if it's not getting in your way necessarily, but you feel like you could work on communicating, I would highly encourage you to listen to an audiobook or read a physical book on this subject or really any subject that you feel like, hey, maybe it's this. Maybe it's I just need to get a little bit better at communicating or I need to be able to manage my time a little better. Those type of skills that are really transferable across our whole lives, I think are really great to learn via book. And as I was just kind of preparing this podcast episode for you, this popped in my head that I really wanted to share about learning how to talk to people. The OG book on this subject is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I'm spacing if that's who it's by, but I believe it is. It's definitely called How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's an old book. It shows its oldness at times, but it's one of those books that when you listen to it, when you read it, the tactics in it will just keep popping up in your brain. Like I read it probably more than 10 years ago, and I'm still using the tactics that I read in it to this day. So Even though it's kind of an oldie, I still highly recommend it. And there's probably other ones out there on communication, but this is definitely the OG and it's it's a slam dunk. I I highly recommend it. So check that out, but also encourage yourself to dive into personal development and professional development if you have not already done so. As podcast lovers, we, we might already be doing that, right? But if there is a skill that you think that you need to sharpen in order 
to really excel at this business, I think it's really smart to listen or read a book on that. And hey, if it's a skill that I can teach you, then you can also join the Podcast Manager program. We would absolutely love to have you. All right, we are going to keep it there. Check out the show notes for all the links that I mentioned. Check out those other podcast episodes on networking if you want more on this subject. And next week, you are going to hear from two different ladies on how they landed clients in four weeks. I can't wait to share those with you. I'll talk to you then. I'm so glad that you joined me for this episode. Before you go, if you want to start making $5,000 a month without taking on a million clients, I have a special masterclass that is free just for you. Go get all the information, grab your seat at laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass, and I'll see you there.